or pilot? Is this well, like BC and AD? The pilot is the, the trailer. And then, you know, see if it works. And then after that, you do season one, episode one. Wow. But then you have things like the 21st century versus the 20th century. It doesn't, like, add up with the... It's because they started at year zero. That's on year. So is this, like, year zero? Is this is this our patient zero? Yeah, zero, yeah. Right. Technically? So I guess we could just say, so, welcome to... Zero we agreed season? on that name, right? The, the, the uh, Deadhead Podcast? Season yeah, zero, sure. episode one? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh. Bada boom. So my idea behind it, the first thought that I had was, who on God's green earth made us think that this was going to be just a spectacular idea and that we're not going to be just complaining all the time about everything all the time? Yeah, but that's that's just a normal life for a pilot, I thought. Well, that's what, what I mean. Just, Whose idea was this? <laughs> <laughs> and are you happy with it? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. I'm not unhappy with it. I'm not. Sure. <laughs> it, it's it's never what you think it's going to be. No. Yeah, that's true. Like, don't get me wrong. I love flying the jet. It's a fun thing to do. Everything that came with it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. yeah. you, get that, you know, when you're young, you get that nice shiny jet syndrome. You're like, holy shit, this thing's got some power. Man, I'm gonna be getting the ladies. I get to travel ah. the world. <laughs> the world. Who the? World. the yeah, what? but but no you, one. You watch. You watch. Catch me if you can. Too many times. If you thought there were ladies involved in this. Oh no! <laughs> trust me, I, I'm fully aware of this. As I sit in a hotel room over almost every night, single, and don't talk to anyone. Well, you got Bumble. <laughs> well, that's what. What do you think I've been swiping for the past two hours? <laughs> <laughs> Going on a bumble binge. <laughs> is there anything else to do while you're just sitting in the hotel room? I mean, obviously, you go and you do your normal shit every day. Like, I put the same exact thing in the same exact place every time. Well, you're about, so, um, let's see, seven years on, uh, six years on me, because I only started doing that in the past six months. Oh, my God. <laughs> I used How to do you not leave with- chargers in every hotel room you go Dude, to? I've thought about that with my, like, 40-pound backpack of just all electronics. I don't know how. Jesus. But I actually just stopped doing the whole packing thing, like, 10 minutes before I'm supposed to walk out the door. Which, by the way, is a huge tip that I would give to anybody starting out. I don't care how fast you think you are. Just pack everything like before and lay it all out like a normal person. Yeah. That's probably a thing that people, you know, normal people do. I didn't. Well, what I did is I, you know, when I was on reserve for a couple of days, didn't get called in. I just left it packed for the week. <laughs> you're, just, you're just good to go whenever. I mean, just well, wear, I don't care. Just wear yeah. the same pair of jeans around the house, and you know, just say fuck it. And that's hey, every charter pilot ever. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say charter pilot, I mean true charter pilot, the ones who don't get days off. Well, days off yeah, in retrospect. What I was gonna say. No. <laughs> well, you know, we called that day. That off. was a day off. Like. No. no, no, no. <laughs> but if you called me, I would have to come in, right? Oh, well, well yeah, of course. So, how was the other day off? Well, you didn't fly. I feel like we're going oh. in circles here, bud. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I was just thinking about it. Like, and it's kind of fun because I really don't know Bud that much. So, everything I'm <laughs> oh, saying. So, so, we're going to kinda... know a lot about each other. On this. Oh, yeah. This is. As much as it's a journey about us creating this podcast, this is really the journey of being you. Right. Does that, does that make me the all-knowing one? Because I, I know so both of you really well? Yeah. You can stop talking. <laughs> you're just there. You're the, you're the pretty face behind the microphone. Let's just, yeah. just be the moderator at this point. Yeah, you just let our story unfold while you just <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. Awesome. Well, Still I mean, in the love. It's great. great. Like, I don't really know about yours it's gonna be it's so weird saying brody and spud but i guess i gotta get used to it so i don't really know brody's i don't know spuds but like i and i guess this goes back to the the topic at hand i guess it's how we got started because everything's supposed to just take off from here no pun intended that's true i I I wanted to make a distinction that my other two comrades gerd and brody 
are on the charter side of things, as oh, yeah. where I, Fudd, am on the airline side of things. You're the airline person covering. I am. <laughs> he's he's yeah. the token airliner yeah. in this conversation. Hey. hey. <laughs> you gotta have one. <laughs> you gotta have one. I mean, you gotta be inclusive. So anyway, it's not really funny. I got funny stories that I can tell in a minute. But so I wanted to be a baseball player. And then, for whatever reason, my parents took me down to uh, Tri-Cities. I'm going to actually use that. You can, I don't care a crap about that. So that's actually, you know, an airport. And they had the American Eagle thing. And I flew in this, I don't even know what plane it was. Went up for like a half an hour. I'm sure you did that, Brody, at some point. Oh, yeah. And I got down and I'm like, I can do what now? <laughs> You're telling me I can fly these things and get paid for it? Well, there we go. So that's right. That was like the, the switch that was flipped in my head for whatever right. reason. But I don't know if you guys have like one of those times where it was, or has it always been a thing that you wanted to do? Or was it like uh, that one specific I mean, time? I mean, for me, it was, uh, so I started, uh, that, that's all I wanted to be. I wanted to fly in the Navy. Actually, that was, that was what I wanted to do when I started. I wanted to fly in the uh, Navy for years. Run. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you watch Top Gun once. <laughs> that's all you want to do. And then I hit high school, and I'm like, oh, I can do other things. So I started looking into, you know, other. I, I found other things that I really like to do. And then eventually I met Gerd. Gerd. <laughs> and all of a sudden things switched back to flying because he was getting his license. And I'm like, all right, well, tag along a little bit, did some flying. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should go back to this. And then he goes, hey. Let's go to flight school. I'm like, yeah, why not? Got nothing else, dude. So, <laughs> ten years later. And then you had Faith. We'll, we'll call him Faith. Faith. Oh, God. Faith. Got us involved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then enough. you actually, you visited. I'm not plugging anything here. But you visited. No. I never even visited. And I was like, yeah. all right. These visits good. Yep, we're going to get tens of thousands of dollars. Essentially. Yeah. Fair enough. We used fun. However, you guys did pay a lot less than I did. Well, the industry was very different in the the time that we came through. Yeah. The industry was – you didn't need degrees when we came up in the industry. I mean, degrees help, but you absolutely need them, and now they're almost a necessity. You can still do it without, but it's so hard. Right. I don't have anything because I tried college twice and I was like, uh, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> so, so, and I know people are going to hate, hate hearing this, but essentially we're tradesmen and we went to a trade school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah, I mean, fair enough. But, yeah, I came on the other side and I did the four-year degree. So kind of by, like my story is I actually never wanted to be a pilot growing up. That was actually not my thing. Um, I knew of Brody. Um, <laughs> that's one way to put it. <laughs> that take a long time to get two points. And, uh, but uh, that wasn't my thing. I actually wanted to go into the military, hard like hardcore. I was die hard. I wanted to do Ranger, Special Forces, go in, blow them up, get out, boom, done, get the lady at the end. Boom. What is it with you with this whole lady thing that you're oriented well, around? I don't know. I've, I've been single for a while, so give me a break. Lack of so occupation with women. This is like those, those memes you see on the internet where it's like one guy with a motorcycle and the expectations. And, you know, it's, it's, okay, mostly, lack of, it's mostly lack of occupation with women at this point. In reality, so, the amount of women that you think you're going to be with is the amount of dudes that you're going to spend time with on the daily. Times like that. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, but anyway, I'm going through, and in high school, I actually had a medical condition came up that would um, eliminate me through the medical process. I vaguely remember that. Um, The whole medical processing for the military, you know, I wouldn't even be able to get a waiver for it. So I'm like, well, shit. Here I am, sophomore year of high school. I didn't know what I was going to fucking do. However, since I knew Brody, he was a pilot. He seemed like he was having fun. I'm from the outside. And uh, I gave him a call. <laughs> Had a long conversation with him over, you know, hey, what's this whole aviation thing about? 
And so uh, what I did after that is, you know, since I did have this medical condition came up, told me, hey, go get your first-class medical, just to make sure you could. I was able to get that. And then uh, I started doing – I didn't even do a discovery flight. I just went wow. in to uh, a little school and I was, hey, hey, I want to be a pilot now. And they're like, cool, we'll hook you up. You know, gave me, like, the whole assessment tracking thing, whatever. But, you know, it goes on from there. I, get, I did my private pilot there, and then I got a little scholarship, so I did my private multi-engine. But one of the recommendations that Brody gave me was, hey, kind of with the, you know, kind of set yourself up for the future, you know, blah, 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 how the industry is changing. You should probably do your four-year degree. So he gave me a bunch of different options. But one of those was, and uh, that was the only one I toured. Mostly, again, going back to my name, I'm a potato. I'm lazy. Uh, <laughs> the only one I applied for, and it worked out. Well, not only that, your, your grades were a lot better than mine were. Like, you could actually get scholarships and stuff. I I did. I did get scholarships <laughs> for that. Uh, they didn't help worth the shit, but I did get scholarships. <laughs> <laughs> Every dollar you don't have to pay back, right, man? <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like the I feel like the dumb-dumb here. Because <laughs> I was like, nope, not doing that. Now, what's the bare? I want the least amount of responsibility possible, <laughs> and I just want to fly these things around. I don't care what happens. Uh, wait, who has the most instructor hours out of the three of us? Yeah, that just means that I have a, a, an instinct to <laughs> yeah, not that's die. True. That's all it means. That's true. But um, anyway, yeah, I went up the. I did all my ratings out there. Graduated, boom, and right off into the airline. Right after that. So. I should have called you Maverick. <laughs> I won't I mean, we, call you Maverick. It's still, it's still the pilot or whatever episode. We can change things. That right? It's, it's so but cliche. That's why I, mean. I, was, I was like, well, I could be Goose or Cougar or Maverick. <laughs> nope. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. What, what, was, what was the one at Sundown? That's Easter Right. The plaque to the alternates is in the is in the ladies room. <laughs> oh my god! Which, by the way, that movie's coming out what February? Yeah. Have you seen Something their new trailers? Oh yeah, fantastic! Right. They have somehow figured out how to put six IMAX cameras in these little in the in the little tiny cockpits. Because yeah. it's Tom Cruise, man. Well, at this point, the technology is probably so good, it's just like a GoPro. Just I can barely figure out where to put a GoPro in my Challenger. Much <laughs> less six IMAX cameras. <laughs> I mean, the IMAX is, is going to give... It's going to pick up a lot more than your GoPro ever will, so... Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anywho, I was telling my mom today about... Uh, I, my check ride, my private check ride, which oh, Bud has probably never heard. Let's just say <laughs> I've failed a few. Let's just leave it at that. You don't need to know the there, number. There's one particular airport that you will never fly a left-hand pattern at. Shut ever. up! Why are you stealing my thunder? Ever. <laughs> All right, well, I'll quickly say it. So I'm in New York. I'm doing my check ride. And Brody just so happens to be outside the door. I'm in the check ride, and the examiner looks at me and goes, Mike, I'll be honest with you. You don't turn the show around, i got to fail. You're answering, like, two out of every five questions. This is not going well. I was like, ah, that's not good. And, of course, I'm a horrible student at this point. So, all right, whatever. It's like, you got to take a break. I don't care that's what you that's another story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> have a cup of coffee. I don't care what it is, and then come back in, and we'll start up. Okay. So I walk out. Of course, Brody's standing right there, and he goes, "Oh man, that was fast. This was done great." Which is this is the optimistic side. I either went, "Oh yeah, that was really great. You did really good, really quickly," or you're a complete fucking moron, and he decided to just fail you immediately. So I go, "No, nope. I'm gonna do this, that, whatever." So I go back in, take out the sectional chart, put the finger down on an airport, and says, "What's RP15 mean?" Easy. Right-hand traffic pattern. Runway 1-5. It's like, okay, cool. Then he goes, he's like, all right, what's this for? What's this blue? What's this red vignette? All this other crap, whatever. And he eventually says, okay, you're good to go. Let's go fly. Okay. Go out. We fly. Yeah. Go out and fly. Of course, I'm always worried about the oral exam. I've never failed an oral exam. That's always the one that I'm losing my mind over. Yeah, I'm the same way. So at this point, I'm like, 
wipe the brow. Okay, cool. We get to go fly. I got this in the bag. We go for about a 20-minute flight, get over there, land, taxi back to the uh, to the runway. He goes, you know, I know you're a really good pilot, but what did I ask you in the oral about that airport with an RP? And he goes, I know you're a good pilot, but I have to fail you. What, you remember that RP? I said, ah, yeah. you just get that. Oh, yeah. And he goes, it's funny because as I'm on downwind, I'm passing the smokestack that's at the same altitude that I'm at, and I'm thinking, well, that's peculiar. Eh, whatever. <laughs> and you're probably thinking, like, man, they should really have a right-hand Yeah, they should really not have this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should notate this somewhere. <laughs> yeah, notable. <laughs> so we land, taxi back, to the air, good pilot, everyone. But also, you see that plane over there? Yeah. There's another examiner in there. He's from the FAA, and he knows that we just did this. And if he finds out I didn't fail you because you did the wrong traffic pattern, I'm going to get in trouble. So, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And oh, I don't know if you've ever failed a check ride, but that ride back ain't fun. Does not go fast. No, I, well, I actually, I actually failed my first two. My, oh, uh, my private single and my private multi. The first one, I, uh, it, I, I got through the oral. Just it was insane oral. It was like three hours long. And uh, I, mean, I was kind of like you. I, I guess I probably wasn't the best student. Looking back, isn't is it funny that you look back now to where you are, and you're like, yeah. and you look back, you're a private pilot, and you're like, holy fuck, was I dangerous. Dude, are you such a better one? Not to discard, like, private pilots or anything like that, because there's excellent, excellent private pilots, but I just look back, just knowing right. what I know now, and I'm like, holy shit, I was a hazard. I should have never been carrying passengers. <laughs> they let me do what? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I look back on the first couple of students I instructed, and I go, you let me do what to people? <laughs> There's no way they're good pilots now. <laughs> but uh, uh, on the first one, got through the oral, boom, everything's going good, and uh, get through the flight, come back, first landing, normal landing, come up short on the normal landing. And I'm like, well, he looks at me, he's like, well, we're gonna have to do that again. I'm like, well, fuck, okay, <laughs> go out. Literally, the retest was, I think it was point three. <laughs> Get up, run up. So then, on my, that was discouraging. You know, first ever check ride, and boom, failed. Fuck. Yeah, All right. Maybe well, this is not the route I need to take. Yeah, I know. You get that feeling, you're like, maybe I wasn't cut out for this. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, well, hey, we'll give it another shot. Private multi, go through, fix my landings and everything like that. Uh, get through the, you know, little oral that there was for that. Get out into the flight. Well, this happened on the engine restart. So what happened was, this is in a Piper Seminole, and uh, my dumbass was going through the engine restart checklist and skipped over Magneto's on for the speaker. Uh. So I'm running the starter, and the starter runs, <laughs> <laughs> and it builds up enough oil pressure in the hub to unfeather the propeller. Oh, no. So now it's just spinning. And here's me, you know. I don't know jack shit. I've never seen this happen. I didn't know it could happen. It's just spinning. And I'm thinking it's good. You're like, this is all just rope. I did the thing. Yeah, it's exactly. It's moving. If I remember correctly, you were you were in a descent, too. So you had the other throttle most of the way back. You didn't even notice the asymmetrical thrust. Oh, yeah, no, I had both of them back. There was, like, no asymmetry. So I thought, <laughs> Which just made it worse. Yeah, and I'm deciding, the examiner's like, are you forgetting anything? And I literally looked at it. I remember this. I looked at him. I was like, why? The propeller's spinning. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem? Oh, it's half the battle. I, 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 I'm failing to see the problem here. And he reached over. It was so humiliating. He reached over, fired him up, and it was, like, Oh. Oh. I, I didn't know that. That was a mess. <laughs> I didn't know. Bro, I've had that, that. I've had that one time in all my training where I really, really just wanted to throw my hands up in the air and just hit the pause button and be right. like, I have no idea what is going yeah. on right now, nor right. how to fix the issue. It's freaking me out. Stop. Yeah. You can't just stop. <laughs> but, uh. 
Needless to say, that was a checklist usage on that one. So uh, I know yeah. I, I, I fixed how I read a checklist. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet you're an expert on checklists now. No, no. I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty good at reading them now. <laughs> but uh, after that, I didn't have any hiccups after that, but uh, thankfully. But uh, Yeah. Bro, I don't think you have any entertaining fail stories, do you? Uh, you yeah. uh, one time. I got one. I got one. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it's not nearly as entertaining as, as those because I failed in the oral. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did failed. fail the oral, giggity, or not fail the oral. Honestly, with this dude, um, I said I'm, I'm more. <laughs> anyway, Indeed. Uh, okay. are, you blame, are you blaming the examiner? Is it, no. Is all that deflection? No, oh, I'm not blaming the examiner. I'm right. just saying it's probably just better to have failed in the oral than getting the airplane with this particular gentleman. Does Spud know the story? Spud knows the story. Oh, yeah, he, uh, I know. That, well, I will never forget the question that I failed on. I mean, it, it didn't, of course, like any oral, there were other things that, you know, led up to the inevitable failure. But the the one that broke the camel's back was, and he knew I didn't know it. That's the thing that really pissed me off. Then what, what check ride was this for again? Uh, CFI. Yeah. Actually, uh, uh, multi MEI. Yeah, MEI. That's what it was. But that was my initial. I did I did my initial as the MEI. So I was sitting there. He looks at me. He goes, so, what's the practical slip limit? Uh, <laughs> what? what the fuck is that? <laughs> you want to know what? <laughs> I don't remember everything about that day. I do remember just kind of going like, I was so beaten up at that point. I'm like, you know what, man? I, I, I couldn't even begin to tell you. <laughs> he looks at me and goes, "Well, why don't you pull out the p hack and open up to section this, paragraph this, and tell me what it says?" I'm like, okay. So of course I do. I will never forget it. Practical slip limit is the point at which you run out of rudder to correct for the crosswind. Uh, and you've reached your practical slip limit. So there was no actual numerical value. No. No. I mean, I, I guess I guess yeah. technically that would be well, like... Be per plane, but in the P-hack... Yeah, I, I guess that would be kind of your demonstra demonstrated crosswind. It's not a limit by any means, but I guess that would be like the test pilots went out hit their practical slip limit, that's the number they came up with. Yeah, right. But, uh, but, yeah, yeah, I'll never – and I remember um, my instructor after the failure, he says, all right, so what did he fail you on? And I hit that one, and he just buries his hands, his head in his hands, and goes, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, nope. God. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, I'm not. Exactly. <laughs> Or not. <laughs> what is going on? I probably <laughs> killed his gold seal with that one or something. Oh, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's the, that's the only one I got. That's the only pink slip I have. Mm. Oh, we all uh, got a few yeah. on our belt. Nothing yeah, I have couple. four. <laughs> I said a few. <laughs> I've had a few. <laughs> so, yeah. obviously, a single... Or multiple check ride failure. Not the end of your career. No, nope. it's not. Not no, even not. close. Especially in today's day, as long as you can breathe and there's a little bit of fog that shows up on the glass that's under your nose, you're good to go. They <laughs> don't give a shit. <laughs> well, that's the regionals. I mean, let, let's let's be honest. Nope. Not, wait, well, Gerd I, took I, I a li it took a little bit more to get Gerd's job than a simple. I will say though, for anybody who may be listening to this, whoever gets discouraged about even check ride failures, I have an actual reexamination under my belt. And oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You got a 729 ride. Or 709, sorry. 709. I have a 709. It was so bad they upped it to a 729. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't get that one. But on this particular, this was, uh, they wanted to re-examine my flight instructor certificate. So, uh, I love day. this story. This is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for you. <laughs> yeah, right. 
But um, what happened in this uh, particular instance, um, I sent out uh, at when I was um, out instructing out in Kansas, I sent uh, a couple students out to solo because um, they had a uh, their solo that day. It was just part of the syllabus. They had, like, a local solo or whatever. So I sent this gentleman out, and uh, I stayed at the airport just like, you know, I was supposed to, under 141, whatever, and he got back, checked in back with me, and said, everything go good? He said, yep, everything went great. And I said, cool, let's close out the flight. Close out the flight. Cool. See you later. See you later. So the next day, I uh, show up at, uh, there's like a fly-in at the FBO down, uh, down on the south end of the ramp. And uh, I was talking to one of my buddies, and he's like, hey, do you hear this airplane had a prop strike? I said, no. Wow, the, you know, this is Skyhawk. Somebody must have really uh, banged that up to get a prop strike on a Skyhawk. But then I, I go on and I think, I was like, wait, my student was the last one to fly that airplane. Uh-uh. I'm like, now the gears are turning. <laughs> so, you got a little pucker factor going on yeah, behind you there. I'm like, I'm like oh, okay. And uh, I'm like, okay, so I get in contact with my student and uh, – you know, and I'm like, hey, do you, you don't happen to know about any prop damage, would you? What's a prop? It, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't you weren't happen to know about this. He's like, well, yeah, I, I did. I was like, what, what do you mean you did? He's like, well, yeah, it, it was a little bent at the tip, but I didn't think it was inoperative or anything. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like... What? It's just—it's not really bent. It's just a little bent. <laughs> it's not like a steak. We're like a little bit of rare is okay. It's like a chicken. You can't have a medium rare chicken. Listen, man, it still spins. I don't see the problem. He's like, well, you know, I was like, are you shitting me? I was like, are you kidding? And I'm like, so. So, kind of, you know, not go on and on, make a long story short. Uh, there was a student pilot before him, went out on a solo, came in so nose down, struck the prop. I still don't understand how you do that on a Skyhawk, by the way. Because they probably watch the Challenger 600 series come in and approach all the time. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, hey, that's hey. normal. <laughs> Yeah, We're only like, like four degrees tunnel. nose down. It's fine. Here we go. I'm coming in. <laughs> but uh, so he does this, comes back in, sparks on the ramp, goes in, and my student flies the next. Obviously, doesn't think it's a problem. Because why would he? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I need to pause that for a second. All right. So it's not like he bent the prop and went meh and walked away. He no, saw he, it, no, noticed it was bent, and went, ah, I guess this will run. Well, no, it, no. He came in and he came in to the check in the airplane, and to the gentleman behind the desk, he just said, "Hey, uh, I think the airplane. Uh, he's like, oh, that airplane doesn't land good. And, uh, <laughs> it doesn't land good. <laughs> that, that particular gentleman just said, hey, maybe you know, he's just checking in people. He's just gonna, hey, well, maybe you know, you just need to." Uh, you know, Land talk better. To CFI about that. Talk to your CFI about that. Logical thing to say, right? You know, hey, just don't talk about it. But then, you know, my student gets in there. You know, and this is, you know, a solo past the pre, you know, the first solo. So obviously, you know, part of the syllabus is I'm not. He signed off to go do the pre-flight by himself and everything. And you know, I was very, very adamant when I taught him zero. I mean, zero damage on the prop. Wait, 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 wait. You had to teach. In all of my hours of teaching, I've never had to say, just try not to damage the prop even a little bit. No, thoroughness, thoroughness, you know. Because I always figured, don't fuck shit up. But, Gerd, you got to remember, though, we came from a school where people literally did a go-around after striking the prop (laughs) with with almost gear-upping you know, the airplane. It's we like, also came from a flight school that said, if there's if the oil's not dripping, you got a problem. Get more oil. As long as it's dripping, you're good. Bye bye. You got eight quarts. I'll see you later. <laughs>
purple the fuselage bent the firewall there's a lot more damage than was actually just the prop and uh so we'll make a long story short airplane sold faa catch winds of it catches wind of it and so they go hey and I get a I get a nice little letter in the mail that says, Hey, we wanna see you. And I'm like, Oh Ooh. I don't wanna see you <laughs> <laughs> I really wanna see you. <laughs> and uh that makes but, one uh, of us. <laughs> you know, kinda with that, you know, obvious I still had a master report right after, you know, I I knew of the incident. That doesn't right uh, tip advice, uh NASA reports do not help for re examination rides. They're it's not covered by those for anybody listening. But uh anyway. I, I did that and all, got in contact with them. We sat down and essentially, you know, the FAA side of that, they were essentially just determining that I wasn't a cause, like something in my teaching ability wasn't a cause for the student to right. think that was okay. That, and that's their process. And that's, you know, that's fair. That's, that's probably what I would do. You know, I'm not saying it wasn't shitty for me, but, uh, um, you know, I went through that process, did, you know, that says, though, they're, they're pretty professional about it. And, uh, you know, I went through, knocked it out. I just had to teach some ground subjects. And uh, I said, nope, you're good. Um, we're not finding anything wrong with uh, your teaching. Uh, and you'll get a letter just saying, hey, we found everything. But kind of wrap everything up. Yes. Yeah. Two, two failures and a 709 ride. And as long as you can explain it and how you learn stuff from the failures, I always say a failure is not truly a failure unless you didn't learn something from it. Um, you're going to be fine in your career. That's it's probably fun. one of the most cliche things I've heard yet. I think he's well, the most mature person out of all of us. That's probably true, and they could probably put it in a Disney movie. <laughs> oh, God. Well, well, later down the line, if this podcast ever takes off, we'll put that yeah, on some we'll, of our merch. When we get a when we get a call from Disney. <laughs> letter with it. <laughs> as long as you learn something, dot dot dot. But uh, I don't think. Uh, no 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 no. no Brody, it builds before. character. It builds oh, character. It builds character. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everything builds character. Right. Builds something. Right. A lot of things want to build tension. <laughs> I think that's your job. Uh, yeah, that's a different fucking podcast. That one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, I think this is the first time Gerd heard that story from at least me. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he heard it from me, but he never heard the first hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, craziness. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that it's um obviously it's not a when you see those questions on your application of have you ever failed a check ride before. That obviously it's not a failed check ride, but they've retested you. I forget yeah, the exact so, verbiage. Oh, Is that on an application? I forget. Yeah, no. accidents, incidents, or um, violations. No, no. But that wasn't any of that. that wasn't no, him. it wasn't. It actually wasn't any of that. So in my interview process um, with my airline, um, they asked. I I was forthcoming with that because. Um, for, you know, when they pull your records through PREA and all that kind of stuff, if this came up, um, it wasn't a shock to them. So I explained to them how this would show up essentially and how the FAA, I may be wrong about this, but how they kind of explained that to me, it'd show up kind of like as an extra check ride. Um, so that's how I kind of explained Dang, it. dude, you're like a superstar. You have extra check rides and two <laughs> ATPs. That's true. I do have two ATPs. And so both of you can suck it. <laughs> Until you read him and you find out the only reason he has two is because he's that limited with what you can do with I actually did look it up last night. I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of words. You, you looked me up on the airman registry? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Which I didn't know that was your name, by the way. Obviously, you I'm feel violated? Name. I was like, uh, is, this, no. is, this, is this really his name? That's a crazy, like, religious what? name, isn't it? What? Bud Brody? No, your real name. <laughs> yeah, Bud. Yeah. It's religious, for sure. <laughs> it all depends what religion we're talking about, but I, I yeah. think it I think it finds its way into one. <laughs> Probably. But, uh, yeah, no, but all that kind of stuff. But anyway, going back to the airline stuff, yeah, I, I, I 
I was forthcoming with that because it wasn't an accident or on that on me. Is that you know I didn't do anything of that. I wasn't directly involved in that, um, like being in the airplane whatnot for that. So I was forthcoming and I just listed it as an extra check ride and I wrote like a like a page and a half explanation of what happened and I also sent in the FAA documentation for what they reexamined and also the letter saying I was cleared and uh, they you know they obviously had to review it but it wasn't a problem. So for all those taking notes, rule number two, don't hide it. Yeah, don't do that. Don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> Just tell everybody what's going on so that way they don't find out about it later, and then they have to come and ask you questions. doesn't go over well. Yeah. Yeah, the game I always play is the, if I do this, what's the FAA going to ask me? What's the <laughs> first thing that they're going to ask me? Not only that, and everything's public record, too. I mean, look at uh, Gertie or Gert over there uh, looking up my information on the Airman Registry. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, public trust, apparently, at least in the aviation community, is taken slightly more seriously than, you know, even like cops or police or, uh, you know, ambulance and whatever public trust you're going to get involved with. You can't go look those guys up. So for whatever right. reason. And, and on that note, uh, I have dealt with a uh, headhunter's not the right word. Uh, what, what do you call them? Like a companies hire them to find people for them. Headhunter, anyway. yeah, headhunter. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think it's the right. Word. Like a anyway. Um, the, I got involved with these this rec- recruiting. That's what it is. They're like a, a recruiting company. I got involved with this recruiter. They were trying to hook me up with this company, and he wanted my. Uh, my license number. <laughs> I basically told him, go to hell. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you remember telling me about that. Yeah, I'm like, you're not the people I'm applying to to talk to here. Like, you know, if the company wants to know who I am and they want to do their due diligence and get my Priya and get my license number and, and run it, fine. I don't care. But I'm not giving it to a third party. Right. So they said, well, you know, so like we want to make sure that if we're going to recommend you, that you don't have anything to hide, essentially. You know, we want to make sure that we're recommending good people. And I said, all right, well, that, that's fair. But, uh, you know, so I ended up, long story short, I ended up giving it to him. And the guy, because of my concern, actually sent me the report that they got back, which isn't like Priya where they, you know, they kind of have to do it. Mm-hmm. This is more of like, it's kind of like, it's it's a little bit deeper than the Airman Registry, but it... It's not as deep as Priya. It's like this weird middle ground that they got back. Huh. And basically, it just said no accidents, incidents, or violations. But, uh, you know, guys like, do you have something to hide? I'm like, no, I don't have anything to hide. I just, <laughs> there's a lot of other information on I that particular, <laughs> there's a lot of information on that particular piece of plastic that I just don't want to give out to everyone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a day and age we live in. Gotta love it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I mean, you don't need to. I mean, I guess it helps if you just go along with it, but, but uh, you know. Which I guess not ideal. Of, along those lines of not hiding things, I know I've told... Oh my god, I'm still getting used to these names. Brody about all of this. But uh doing time building at the school we went to. You weren't with me, I don't think. no, you weren't. But we flew from wherever to wherever, doesn't matter where. And we go to get or do our walk around after the flight, because so we're doing the post flight. We're gonna go into town and get something to eat. And uh I noticed that there's no fuel cap. Oh, <laughs> no, I was not with you for this one. And I go, oh, shit. Now we have a situation. What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? <laughs> well, I mean, thinking back, because we were doing time building, for whatever reason, the school was having us because there was no, I mean, the, the reason was there was no line guy there to fuel us. So we had to fuel our own airplane. <laughs> um, you know, I decided, all right, we're good. We flew up, got out, did the post flight. No gas 
cap. No, no tank cap. So, where did go? Guess where old Gerd decided to do with that information? Started <laughs> thinking about it. All right. Well, all right. So we're gonna fly. It's gonna be a negative pressure for Newley's principle. I was thinking we gotta have an aerodynamics podcast too sometime. Oh wow. We got Bernoulli's principle going on, so it might start basically siphoning out gas as we're flying. It's like a 175-hour pilot trying to figure out Bernoulli's principle and how it relates to if he can fly with a gas cap or not. Are you like I'm like running the numbers too, like on a, like your like little notepad, and you're like, well, okay, L squared. No. Question, what's the no, 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 I wasn't doing any of that smart stuff. I was just thinking I. It might pull some fuel out of the tank, but we first off we made it here. Second off, <laughs> it's not that far of a flight back. Third, I think the fuel is down far enough in the tank that that negative pressure isn't going to create that big of a difference. So I'm actually going to start losing fuel as we're as we're flying. That seems like a, a typical probably young guy in his young twenties would think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I look at the girl. I'm like, all right, I think we'll be okay. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that's so, right. I forgot this was with her. <laughs> so we take off. We're flying oh back. You know, I've always kind of had my, you know, eyes looking out the window when I'm flying, looking at things because I'm interested. I swear to you, I was so fixated. My flashlight's looking at this right there in the, the, the neck. Right where you'd be filling it up. I'm like, okay, I don't see anything getting siphoned out. I think we're good. Get all the way back. Plenty of reserve fuel. Everything's cool, honky door. I'm thinking, I, I'm not going to say anything about this because it's a fuel cap, and there's a lot of people involved with fueling. I don't feel like dealing with it. Oop, bad As move. we're taxiing in, it's like two o'clock in the morning. We're on the center line of the taxiway, leading into the ramp. Lo and behold, we see this little black spot on the ground because it's blocking light from going behind it. It's illuminated. Okay. I'm like, oh, there it is. That's got to be it. You know, pick it up, put it back on the wing, go park, go home. Oh, my God. Damn. I was like, so what must have happened was I fueled the plane. I don't know how I forgot or why I forgot to put the cat back on. And as we're taxiing out, which also, by the way, obviously didn't do a pre-flight visually, prior to starting the engines, because you would have seen the fuel cap <laughs> sitting on the wingtip. And as we're Clearly. talking, it, just, it slides off, and we go about our merry way. Also, I never apparently looked at the wing while we were flying, either. <laughs> so well, we got there. The, the only thing I'll give you on that is uh, it, I'm 99% sure that was nighttime. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah you couldn't, so you couldn't see out there anyway, unless, yeah. like, as you pointed out previously... You yep. shot a flashlight on it. <laughs> and it just so happened to be one of those that didn't have that chain attached to it. Uh, <laughs> would it have that shit happen? That or the chain was, like, broken off. It was probably broken. Once it's broken there, it ain't getting fixed. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Good time. Um, if it makes you feel better, to this day, even on the 604, to be fair, on the 604, I still we have the the overwing feeling on that. We've that never ever ever once used it, and oh, every yeah. free flight I walk past it and I slap the tab to make sure that it's still there. And you down. Put a little arrow pointing towards <laughs> diagonally the cockpit, making sure it's all lined up right. I've never popped those tabs once, but I always make sure they're down. Wow. One time on the Lear 60, you guys do that. Zero. You 135 charter guys actually, you know, checking that stuff. Okay, that's because our wings are low enough that we can. Yeah, we can't Captain walk in 121. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I Remember, my wings are so tall I can't see over them. Then <laughs> Peter brought. I was walking. I pulled my bag and I look at the guy I was flying with. For future podcast, what should we call him? I'm just. I'm not going to put a name on him. I'm just going to call him Adult. Right now. I'm walking Captain, next to the Dolt. Captain Dolt. Captain Dolt. Super and, Captain Dolt. Yeah, Super International Captain Dolt over here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, don't you wish you could do this? Like, sometime maybe we'll fly a real airplane, and I just walk right underneath the G5's wing. Like, hey, look, I can walk straight underneath this thing, and not hit my head. 
Maybe <laughs> we'll fly a real airplane. <laughs> Someday. A man can dream. Maybe one day my engines will be on my wings. At <laughs> <laughs> least oh, I don't have to God. worry about sucking people up. That's the only thing I, I, nice about having yeah, the engines uh, in the back. Huh, yeah, that's yeah. that, but help me. Oh well, you just gotta make sure you double, you know, double check before uh, <laughs> starting them. <laughs> you sure you don't see anyone down there? No, yeah, they gave us the clear sign. Maybe you got like those really annoying flight attendants that like to take the uh, pictures in the cowl because they think it's awesome. But you don't think that's awesome? No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, okay, I'm in the minority over here. Apparently, I'm in, I'm in the minority on that one. All right, we'll leave that one be. <laughs> Ladies apparently keep sitting in cowlings. Sitting in the cowling, damn it. <laughs> we should probably like say something about like, you know, next time or say bye or whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, well, so. it's been it's been fun. You know. It's been fun. This is our it first fun. our first episode, and there's gonna be plenty more. Oh it's yeah. Kind of all, it's rough around the edges right now, but we'll figure it all out. <laughs> we gotta call it like a slogan or something. I don't know what it's gonna be. But I just think yeah. Gerd, Brody, and the Spud signing off just sounds hilarious. <laughs> it has a ring to it. <laughs> but, but we each have to say our, say our own names. All right. So I guess we could say like I'll say. Yeah, I'll say I'm Gerd. You say I'm Brody, and then yeah, Spud will say, and I'm Spud. And then we can all just Spud. The Spud. The Spud. And I'm the Spud. That makes sense. Objectifying him so much. I'm just the. I'm not a Spud. I'm a person. I'm just the only single Spud. And here I am. Take it or leave it. I love it. Uh. All right. Well, we'll figure that out. Until then. I guess we're all signing off. Yep. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. Later. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Later.